our proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. The company's called Liberté Lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, Love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past. Uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com. Uh, check out what they have in the store. Use the promo code type one and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, and we're going to start. Is there anything that I, need, I don't want to talk about? Good, good to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. I have a very special guest. Uh, she is a 56 kg elite power lifter, Jordan Noe. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Right, so um, I wanted to, so I actually follow, I follow you on TikTok. Okay, yeah. And so I... I saw you do a, like a squat clean at 265 and I was like, holy shit, this is like unreal. And then like I go on your Instagram, you're, you're you would, you know, um, you know, squat clean 275, like a couple days later, like a week later, I'm like, good Lord. And you know, and you're a power lifter too. Not too many power lifters, you know, do anything like that. So, oh, sure. yeah. so, but before we talk about the power lifting and stuff like that, I kind of want to get to know, like, your childhood, what was it like, how like, you know, and stuff like that. Okay, so I actually grew up rodeoing. I started riding when I was around three, five years old. Um, I actually raced motocross for a few years as well. Oh, cool. And then, yeah, I uh, qualified high, uh, high school nationals rodeo and goat tying. That was my favorite event. And then I went to college at OPSU for a year. And then I went back to New Mexico. I went to cosmetology school. And while I was in cosmetology school, my mom started doing CrossFit. She was like, I uh, didn't rodeo anymore at this point. Yeah. And she's like, you need to try this, you know, because I was kind of missing like the competition aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. I went one time. I was hooked. Um, but through like when I was little, rodeoing was my life. Yeah. Now, that, was Every that single based, day. Was that based in Arizona? Actually, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So, well, Los Lunas, it's a little bit south, but I tell people Albuquerque just because they are not going to know where Los Lunas is. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, like, how did you, how did you get involved in that? Like, like, of, of all, like, the rodeo and you decided to get into like goat, goat tying. So, like, how, how, so, did, when did that come out? Okay. So, there's boy events, girl events, and um, goat tying is actually a girl event. So, it's you run down on your horse, get off while he's running, a goat is staked out you run flank the goat tie him up by three legs and put your hands up and that's time so uh 
It's just one of the events that you do. And I want it to be an all around. So to be an all around, you have to do all the events. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was just was, my favorite one. What was your fastest time on that? Oh, an, an average arena. I think I was like a six, eight or something. That's so a, that's unreal. <laughs> just to get like the lasso around, like just get the coordination, just to throw it. And all of a sudden like landed, like get, get the goat. I mean, that's, that's hard. So that's breakaway. So go time, the goat is oh. already like staked down there. Oh, so you actually you like run down on your horse and then you get off oh, while okay. your horse is running. So okay. it's actually even harder than roping in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. I've never even like talked to anybody that does any rodeo, like does rodeos or anything like that. It's, re- it's really interesting. So you, yeah. you, you did say that your, your mom started doing CrossFit. So like, how did I know you said like, you know, this is, you had like no other op, like option for like, you know, games or competition or anything like that. So, you know, how did she, how, first of all, how did she get involved with CrossFit? And then how did she get you involved? She's always been into working out ever since I was little, I'd wake up and she'd be 4am doing her Tybo in the living room. <laughs> so, uh, or insanity. Then she got into insanity. I think we all might've tried that. I, I did it like three times in high school. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was always into working out. So I don't know. I think one of her friends actually was doing it. So then he told her about it, knew she was super competitive. She went to the first CrossFit. She Googled CrossFit near her, went to the first gym she found, and she was hooked. Very cool. Very cool. She wanted so, to get me hooked. Yeah. So funny thing about insanity, I, my, my, wife's, my wife's gonna kill me. But um, so when we were living up in New Hampshire she wanted to get into insanity because she was just like, you know, all about it. You know, she's like, I got to try I got to lose weight. I got to get fit. And so she was sweating so much. She would be in her underwear and bra and like a pair of sneakers, like inside the living room, just like doing the, doing the moves because wearing shorts or anything else, it would just be like, just soaked. And so I come back yeah. home from work once in a while. She's like, in a, like a, you know, sports bra and like underwear. And I'm like, what are you doing? And like, and it's like, <laughs> And our neighbors can see her like doing the moves because like our, our our houses were pretty close to each other. And I'm like, cover yourself up. And she's like, no, I'm sweating like, too much. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what happened? What did yeah. you just do? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I did it once. I, I think I did it a couple of times. And like the first time it was like right in the beginning, the first like five minutes. And I'm like dying. So, like I'm just like suffering. And she's and they're like, no, this is just the warm up. And I was like, what? what no like I thought we were done <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like this is a warm-up good lord and so like yeah it was it didn't last that long so I think yeah. when I was in high school I I'm pretty sure that I did it like three times all the way through <laughs> every night I would do my mom would make me do 50 push-ups before bed so <laughs> so when your mom got involved with CrossFit like and she tried to get you involved so what how did that like, how did, what did she say about that? Like, you know, you got to try this out. I think you'd be perfect for it. Yeah. So at the moment I like had quit rodeoing and I was, like I said, I had lost, like, I was missing like the competition mm-hmm. aspect of my life. So she had started and she had been going for about three weeks and she kept telling me like, you got to try this. You're going to be hooked. You do it once you're hooked. And, um, she's like, everyone competes like in the classes, it's a super fun environment. And I was like, all right, like, I finally caved in and I was like, I'll go. And so my first class, I was, that was it. I was hooked. Yeah. So do you, do you remember your first workout? No, no. <laughs> I wish I did, but no. Yeah. yeah. My, my first, my first CrossFit workout was a 300 workout. 300. Which one's that? 
So the guys from the three, the movie Three Hundred, they had. I think I know workout. Yeah, they had this whole workout. It was kind of like CrossFit ish, but like I would do that like once a week. It was like three hundred reps of like all this stuff. You had to do it as fast as possible. Oh god. Yeah, it was. (laughs) You're probably traumatized. Yeah, it was. I mean, I (laughs) I did it. I was doing it for once a week. I'm like, I'm like, because I want to look like one of those guys. So why not? (laughs) If they did it, this is what they do. Yeah, Jared Butler supposedly did it in like 24 minutes, and here's me like doing it like. I'm at like minute 45, like, like three quarters of the way done. I'm like, how is he doing this? But I mean, and then, yeah, it's, it's very, very addicting CrossFit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, when did you, when did you actually start getting into powerlifting? So my mom and I actually got a strength coach. His name, I don't know if you can see my dogs wrestling yeah, back okay. here. I'm like, uh, so my mom actually got us a strength coach and his name's Jordan Chavez. He owns NFP CrossFit Zia Strength Systems in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. He's an awesome, he's an awesome coach. So he actually, there was a, the New Mexico state powerlifting comp, like competition meet. Uh, it was like two months away and he was like, you're going to do this meet. And I was like, uh, I've never even benched before. Like what? <laughs> he's like, no, you're strong. Like you're, you're going to do it. He pretty much forced me to do it. And, uh, man, after that, I was hooked. Yeah. So, so when did you realize you were starting getting to be like really, really good at this, even at CrossFit too? So in CrossFit, everything honestly like clicked for me right away. Like I remember when I first started trying like a ring muscle up, I got it like within my first few tries. Yeah. I hate you. Uh, I hate you. Up, same thing. Honestly, the body awareness comes from riding horses for so long. Mm-hmm. So I just like know where to put my body, where to place my body, how to move my body. So, um, that CrossFit has come like really natural to me. And then I think I have like cowgirl, I'm cowgirl strong. So every, my strength just comes from, you know, bailing hay, flanking goats, climbing up my horse. Yep. So Uh, I like from the beginning, I kind of realized like I'm strong, you know, (laughs) very cool. Very cool. So um, during that first meet, like what were your, did you have like certain expectations or what what was your thoughts like going through the first meet? No. So that was what was pretty cool about it is I was like, I'm a CrossFitter and I'm just going to go to this meet and see what I can do. And so um, actually at my first meet, I did attempt the junior world record in deadlift. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that was pretty crazy uh I attempted I hit that day 403 I'm pretty sure and I attempted 410 I did lift it but I got red lighted for a small little hitch so but you know that was all that was a memory I'll never forget yeah that's really okay. cool just doing that and pulling that on your first beat too yeah I actually yeah. I remember like looking up mid-lift and just the entire gym was screaming and yelling and yeah yeah so do you do you think the powerlifting like meets have like more energy than like you know your typical box or anything like that during 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 a competition oh yeah yeah Yeah. the adrenaline's going the music's bumping loud yeah for sure especially by the time deadlift comes around because then it's just pretty much time to lift lift it yeah lift heavy shit (laughs) yeah yeah no i hear you so um when when did you actually get into like the elite level so that pretty much goes off of like your totals. So I actually like totaled elite numbers after my first meet. So <laughs> the same. <laughs> Thank you. Very cool. Very cool. So um, 
Do you, so you're you're in the 56 kg division. So I know there's like yes. a whole bunch of divisions throughout the whole like powerlifting world. Yeah. And so there's a you're in the raw division. So what are the other difference like different groups of powerlifting? So do you mean like weight classes or well, like, no, like like raw? Like I know there's raw. I know there's like gear. so. Okay, yeah. So I so I I compete in raw. So it's pretty much just knee sleeves, um, belts. Like we don't wear any like the compression singlets or like uh i don't compete in wraps or anything mm -hmm. so those are uh geez i don't even know what they call them uh they they have in, like in, 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 like in like the yeah I'm like, they do some i have actually worn wraps before and those things are so painful like incredibly painful where you squat and you just want to you're just like rip them off me whoever's closest just take them off me immediately that sucks. that's crazy yeah like i those some of those dudes with those suits are like super tight and like and even like um, they I, like barely walk yeah exactly like in like <laughs> you literally even with the bench press suit they're like a little like yeah curled, curled oh. up and i'm like yeah. it, it's like cheat. it's like cheating i mean i'm gonna be that <laughs> well i mean it, it's you know i'd rather do have someone do something raw compared to no, for a, sure. Like yeah, a whole for suit sure. on because it, that's yeah. Really and I honestly, yeah, I still don't really even understand like the purpose behind like the suit stuff. So, I guess maybe to help you rebound. I, I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. Know. I yeah because when you're wearing like uh, wraps, that's pretty much like what they do is you like bounce out of a hole. Mm -hmm. You don't ever really reach like the bottom. So. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, have you met like, well, have you met like anybody in the powerlifting world that you've been like looking up to for like such a long time? Did you get a chance to like work out with them or anybody? So actually Steffi Cohen just recently became my powerlifting coach. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So I've actually looked up to her since I've started. I remember before I even started sumo deadlifting, I would sit there for hours and just watch her videos and just watch over and over and over just until I can like get it impounded in my brain. That's what I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, she's, I worked out with her on Monday and it was our first session together and she put me to work. I'm going back to Miami on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be training together twice a week for now. So, okay. Very yeah. cool. She, so, she's so been the the one that I've, you know, always wanted to be around. And the fact that she's my coach now is crazy and a, quite a blessing. Yeah. It's like pinching yourself. Like, is this like really happening? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like everyone sees, sees her like, you know, lifting like these crazy weights and all that stuff. Like what, what is she like behind, you know, coaching or like even like personal, like, like, you know, sitting down for like lunch or just like shooting the shit. Like what is, what is, she, what is she like? She's freaking cool. Like we had our first session, like I said, on Monday and we literally just talked the entire time. Like I'd known her forever. I was, she was able to push me and get a lot out of me, which most people can't do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's, she's super humble, super, super easy to talk to, which is surprising, you know, cause like you see her on Instagram, you see her on social media and you're like, that's a bad bitch, which she is a bad bitch, yeah. but you know, she's humble. And she knows she's a bad bitch, but she's humble when you meet her, which right. is awesome. So did you just like send her like a message and say, Hey, I need, I want you to coach me or like, how did that come about? So, um, I actually competed at the powerlifting meet that they put on. It was actually held during Wadapalooza. Okay. So, um, I competed there and her and Hayden, who was her fiance, they own hybrid, uh, performance together. 
uh, they actually saw me, they watched me on the live stream and Hayden actually reached out to me and was like, you know, it'd be cool if you came and joined the team. And so that's how we linked up and Steffi wants to coach me. So it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So um, do you think you're like one of the strongest people in your weight class? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very good mindset to have that. I, I, I think you do because you're. I've seen some of your posts on like Instagram, and it's like, oh my god, it's like insane. Thank you. Yeah. Very cool. So sometimes I even like surprise myself. I'm like, how, how did I do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so typically, like, how do you do? You like do like some like CrossFit workouts before you do like you know train? Well, not train, but like do like meets for powerlifting. Like, what, what's like the typical warm up for you in you know, how, how does it, how does it go? Okay. So actually before this last powerlifting meet, I was actually prepping for my meet and I had qualified in the pro division for the fittest experience in Austin. I don't know if you've heard about that competition. Yeah. Yep. I actually had qualified for the pro division and then I was doing my powerlifting meet as well. So I was doing CrossFit five times a week and prepping for my meet. So I was lifting heavy about three times a week and then doing CrossFit every single day. I would just have like designated days, like, okay, today I'm going to be doing gymnastics and my upper and then the next day lower and, you know, some intense cardio intervals. So, um, yeah, I would, I pretty much stay doing both, but now the powerlifting is getting a little bit more serious. So CrossFit's going to have to <laughs> pick the yeah. curve for a little. <laughs> so do you, do you think, um, is it a do you think it's an easier transition going from CrossFit to powerlifting or powerlifting to CrossFit? Honestly, doing it for like both of them for the past few years, they've actually comp complemented each other very well. I feel like my Oli lifts and everything went up tremendously once I started powerlifting. And then my CrossFit would help my powerlifting because Sam at a meet, by the time I get to the deadlift, I still have so much more left in the tank. I'm not tired, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I feel like they definitely have helped one another for sure. Okay. Very cool. And so, um, I did see that you were a coach in a CrossFit gym in Arizona a while back. So, um, what was, you know, what was your style of coaching? Cause I know each, each coach has like a different, like, you know, setup. you know, how do you talk to people? So what's, what's your way of like connecting to, you know, your, you know, your clients and how to make them perform at like, you know, at the level they're trying to get to. So I actually feel like I have a very structured way of coaching. I learned a lot of my coaching styles from Phil, actually my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. um, and we have just a very structured way of doing things. So I feel like people actually really respond to that very well. Um, instead of just being like, all right, guys, here's the workout. I'm just standing there watching them. You know what I mean? I yeah. go through the movements with them. Um, I feel like approaching people, I like to push people, but I don't like to see them break. So I feel like I'm very good at pushing them, getting them to go a little bit farther, but I don't like to push people so hard in the way that they're like, I don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? So I actually feel like I really connect with females a lot. So I just feel like it's a special bond where I'm like, okay, I can tell that I can push her a little bit harder, a little bit harder, mm -hmm. and I can get a little bit more 
from females. So, yeah. well, I mean, I, to be honest, with you, like I, I think females are more serious when it comes to CrossFit than guys sometimes. Cause like, you know, especially like the general population, you know, they just, guys are just like, okay, I want to get fit and just like look good on the beach and stuff like that. And some of these girls are like, yeah, I'm, I'm all in like sign me True. up. Like, yeah. the they'll belt. pretty much. Yeah. Like whatever I say, they'll do where yeah. guys are like, uh, I'm still going to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. Like I, I hear more guys complaining than girls. It's, it's, it's hilarious. They're like, Oh, do we have to do the warm up? And I'm like, what are you, what, what are you doing? No, yeah. For no. real. <laughs> Very cool. So, um, what were some of the most like memorable moments of you coaching in Arizona? Wow. Um, just the connection like I would make with my, with the people at the gym. I feel like I made some of my best friends through coaching and I really miss coaching in Arizona. I actually do coach here in Naples. Okay. Um, a gym called real fitness CrossFit. So, but man, coaching in Arizona, really, it just brought me so much best friends is, is awesome. Yeah. So do you use the same technique that you do when you were in Arizona back down in Florida too as well? So in Arizona, I feel like Phil and I actually really carried across our coaching style there. Um, so pretty much everyone had to learn to how to coach like us. Mm -hmm. And here I'm kind of having to morph to how they want their classes coached. And so I, it's, it's been a little bit, not hard for me to kind of like transfer over to that not being so stern, but it's, it's good. It's learning. So. Very cool. So um, what are, what are the, some, like some tips that you use to, for people that like can't get the movement down and they're, they're like really frustrated. Like what are ways to talk to, you know, your, your, your clients to, you know, understand like the movement better and try to actually make them achieve that movement that they've been struggling with. I feel like I can't just, tell someone something I have to show them mm -hmm. and then also like on their body like I want to put them into place you know what I mean yep. and then I feel like if someone is asking me like oh how do I handstand walker how am I doing this how am I doing that I want to be able to show them how to do it you know mm -hmm. so words most of the time aren't enough so yeah. I want to be able to perform the movement for them okay yeah I what so when I was a personal trainer like like a couple of years ago, one of the things I did was called, um, I had like three things that I would tell people, especially for like the overhead press, but like I do the pigeon. So head back, mm -hmm. you know, forward when you get through the hole, head back, you know, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And then with, if I wanted to get their butt back during a lift, like, you know, Romanian deadlifts or deadlifts or something like that, I say Miley Cyrus, cause you know how she twerks. <laughs> So like, you know, have her stick your butt, I just like Miley Cyrus and just stick your butt out. And then, you know, everyone gets it because they understand it. And then the mm, last true. one, when they're deadlifting, if they didn't, you know, keep the chest up, I say King Kong, you know, because King okay. Kong. Yeah, he's like walking around like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, just like stupid stuff like that, I would like tell them to do or like, you know, flat back, I say tabletop. And like, every time I okay. say stuff like that, like they would always get it. They're like, they immediately go to that, that position or movement. And I'm like, Okay. I mean, just like stupid, stupid things like that. I just, I'm going to have to steal some of those. Hey, I'm <laughs> listen, I, I don't, I don't personal train anymore. You're more than welcome to have. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. No <laughs> trademark. No, I, you know, I wish I, did. I really did. I really do. No, I, I don't care. I mean, I, I love learning about personal training and stuff like that, even though I still, I don't do it right now. Um, mm -hmm. The main thing that reason why I didn't, I don't personal train anymore is it's, it's not stable where I was working at. Because yeah. You know, I have a family of 
you know, my wife and my two kids and I need something more stable just for my family. Cause you know, I love coaching and stuff like that, but then like when it gets close to like the summertime or, or like Christmas, like I'm making no money whatsoever yeah. everyone's on vacation. And it's just like, yeah, it's like yeah. this roller coaster. And I, yeah. And I can't have that. So, and I'm like, Stability. I'm literally like yeah. buying Christmas stuff in like October just to make sure like I actually have stuff, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, but I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I still love it. If I had the chance for like something stable and like decent money, I would, I would, I would drop my job right now and I'd do it for heart, doing a heartbeat. It's awesome. So Personal hope- training is super, it's, it's rewarding for sure. Yeah. And especially when you have like clients, like lose like a whole bunch of weight and just like see them progress from oh, yeah. like where they were to, to now, like to now it was, it's amazing. Yeah. Seeing people happy with the results that you're helping them achieve is awesome. It's an awesome feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, and yeah, I, I have had clients that lost like 60 pounds, 25 pounds in like, wow. we did, we did, um, I did one workout with the, with the lady that she had like one of these Bulgarian like sacks and it was 25 pounds. And she's like, how much is this? And I'm like, it's 25 pounds. And she's like, come to realization. She's like, oh my God, I was 25. This was me like a year ago. And I had, wow. all this, I had all this weight on me and she's like, this is insane. And I'm like, I, I know, just think you're a whole new person. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, I'm, I'm pretty strict too when it comes to like diet too. Like I'm not like dietitian. I don't claim to be one. I always uh-huh. tell people to, if, if they're one on, doing one-on-ones with me, I'm like, you're going to text me everything you eat. Just text me a picture. That's it. And like, yeah. then they're more like accountability. Strict. Yeah. And then they're more like, especially during the holidays too. They're like, I got to be really strict. I'm like, well, text me what you're going to be eating. And they're, they're like, like, uh. and they're like <laughs> oh crap, really? And I'm like, well, you said it. So here you go. But like everyone was great. They were, you know, you know, some of, some people text me bad stuff and I'm like, whatever. It's like the first thing in the first week. It happens. Live and learn. Yeah, exactly. So um, I know that you moved down to Florida. So um, what was the reason why you and Phil uh, moved down to Florida? So pretty much opportunity, but his coach is out here, uh, Matt Torres, Mm -hmm. and they're actually building a brute strength HQ. So all of his athletes picked up and moved here. So, yeah, and I saw it. it as a huge opportunity for me as well. Oh yeah. So they <laughs> moved out of Utah to go down to Florida in a nicer place. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. So have you, have, when you guys, when you walk into the gym and you see like Phil and like all the other, you know, CrossFit athletes, like training all at once, are you just like sitting there? Like, like, this is like, I, I'm seeing all these elite athletes, this is well, including yourself, but I'm like, just, you know, you're seeing all these people like, does it like amaze you like what they're building down there? Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, I was like a few weeks ago, I was just sitting there, uh, Dolan's wife, we were sitting there and we we're just looking around and we're like, wow, you know, this is awesome. It's, it's, it's cool to be a part of it too, just to see the work that they put in. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. So, yeah. So how did, how did you want to film me? We actually met at a CrossFit competition in 2018. Okay. He actually met my mom and then we met and yeah. <laughs> so did he, did he wow you in like the first, like the first time you met him or like how did, how did that interaction? He was cute. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it the tattoos that got you? So he actually only had like one tattoo or maybe oh, he had really? a sleeve. He had, maybe he had a sleeve when I first met him, but since we've been dating, he's added the chest and the side and the whole other sleeve and yeah. Do you like he it? just keeps he just keeps going and going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I like that I like them on him. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we we're watching the um 
oh, what is that one? It's a Marvel show on Netflix. I forgot the name of it. Daredevil. The Punisher. The Punisher. Punisher. Okay. And I was like, oh, that'd be a cool tattoo for you. And he's like, oh, thanks. You just gave me my next tattoo idea. I'm like, oh, awesome. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. So um, are you guys, so is that like the whole like group camp? Are they like pretty social together? Like, you know, after training, do you guys like meet up and hang out at all? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we actually had the boys, Dolan and uh, James and Ethan over for uh, one of our epic cheat meals that we have on Saturdays. Uh, We had them over a few weeks ago. So, but they, they're always, we're always doing stuff. So even like at the gym, like after training, we'll just sit there and talk for a little bit. And yeah, they've actually became friends really quickly. Okay. Very cool. What's the cheat meal that you can do every Saturday? So we don't cheat during the week. Like even if we want something small, we, we don't have it. Mm -hmm. Saturdays, we do a pretty crazy intense cheat meal. Like we get whatever we want. Uh, If you watch, we actually, we just started our YouTube vlog. So we have one up and we went to Miami, like not this weekend, but the weekend before, maybe it was last weekend. I don't remember, but those are, that's like a typical cheat meal for us. We just go, we get whatever we want and we go all in. That that must be nice because I have to be (laughs) kind of restrictive. So, I mean, granted pancakes are my jam, but like I, there's times that my blood sugar just like goes through the roof and I'm sitting there like, shit, why did I just do that? But Oh, well, and ice cream too. Ice cream always gets me. Ice cream. Yeah. What's your favorite? I love ice cream. I, I really like milk and cookies from Ben and Jerry's, okay. but I also like anything from Cold Stone is good. We actually just had a really good ice cream in Miami at a, I forgot the dessert place we went to, but that was probably the best ice cream we have ever had. We both okay. voted. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's a, there, if you ever go to California, like the San Francisco, Oakland area, there's a place called Benton's. And okay. so they have this like ice cream sundae with this huge chocolate chip, like a cookie. It's like, it's like, this is like pre, pre-diabetic. This was like when I was <laughs> in the Air Force and like not, not, no issues. So the sundae has like this huge chocolate chip cookie in the middle of the sundae. And it, you can put like, it's like, it's like five or six scoops of ice cream. And then they put, uh, like chocolate, caramel, and mushroom, uh, marsh, mushroom, uh, marshmallow, like, like, you know, um, That's, drizzle, yeah. like all over, it goes like all off these, the Sunday dish and goes onto the plate. And then like, there's a huge whipped cream with like a big, like straw, uh, cherry on top. And like, I've had, like, I, I have like, my family has a huge history of like heart issues. And so my wife's like complaining to me, she's like, what's wrong with you? You know, you have heart issues and cholesterol issues. You can't be eating that shit. And I'm like, you're like YOLO. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like, t- like you know, and a couple of years later, I became a diabetic. So I'm like, I don't touch this stuff anymore. But it's like I had two of those in the matter of like probably a week, and it it was massive. I, I gotta I gotta send you a picture of it. It's it's yeah for sure. Oh my god, un unreal. I honestly um, live for food. Like anyone that I talk to, we always end up in a conversation about food, just because I love food so much. <laughs> Yeah. So what's, what are your, what are your, well, since we talk about food, cause I love food too. So what's your, what are your favorite dishes? Like, um, do you have like a certain like Italian Mediterranean? I really like pizza. Pizza okay. like, if I had to pick like one last cheat meal, it would for sure be pizza. Okay. Any toppings on it or. Uh, okay. So I used to really like, like pepperoni pizza. I like Hawaiian pizza, but when I moved to Arizona, 
Bill had a place, it was like New York style pizza and he would get Pinal vodka pizza. Ooh. And I tried that and I, that was it. That's like the only kind of pizza I want now. So yeah. that would be it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big barbecue chicken guy. Uh, he likes that too. Yeah. I, I, I like, really like, I don't know. I'm not really big on like too much meat on my pizza. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the barbecue sauce. That That's like, okay. Like I'll drop, I'll drop tomato, like to like, you know, the tomato sauce, with, like in a heartbeat for, for barbecue sauce. Yeah. Have you ever had white pizza? Yes, I have. Um, so being up in like Massachusetts and like going to New York with my, seeing my relatives okay. all the time, they had like, I had the New York subway pizza, like literally it was like, like the size of my face. <laughs> huge. You know, yeah. Huge. And I'm, you know, so I've had like all types of pizza and I, I go to town and, and, you know, typically we get like Domino's, which I'm not a really big fan of, but it's like, it's easy. Yeah. I would love to go to like, you know, a mom and pop pizza joint and just get like, yeah, the, those are the best. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you, you know, they, you know, especially like an Italian mom and pop joint, you know, oh, they, yeah. you know, they do it the best. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, um, <laughs> but, um, but since you were talking about YouTube, you said you started a YouTube channel earlier. So um, what's the whole goal of, you know, your YouTube channel? Like, what are you trying to, you know, are you trying to do like weekly? What, 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 what's the idea for your YouTube channel? So it's me and Phil. It's like a collab YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, people actually kept telling us like, you guys started, you know, moving to Florida. You guys just started a YouTube vlog, YouTube vlog, a uh, YouTube channel. And we're like, okay, like, people kind of like want to see what we're doing here mm -hmm. in Florida. So uh we, we want to do like one weekly for now. We did the one where we went to Miami. It was kind of like a day in life. And then I, I actually just did the 10,000 calorie challenge where you eat. <laughs> I did that on Saturday and I videoed it. So that'll be going out tomorrow. Very cool. So, yeah. yeah. So, so we just, we just want to show people like our friends, you know, what we're doing yeah. here in Florida, our Very life. Cool. So do you feel weird in front of the camera at all? Like just like videoing yourself or did you get like, get rid of that really uh, quick? No, I, I feel like I've, I'm fine. I am who I am. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very cool. So have you like figured out like how to do like good thumbnails or like, you know. I'm actually trying to put a lot of effort into the thumbnails mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm pretty creative. So it's going well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm trying to do thumbnails for for the, like the podcast, like the channel, like the videos and stuff. And I'm realizing like I gotta make like I gotta highlight the person. Around, I gotta I gotta put like you know like what Max does, like pretty much like make this like glow behind the person, yeah, like and, make it catch like stand out to people, catch yeah, the eye, and, and like do obviously like clickbaity because like I I wanted yep. to do, um the the latest video I did it was with uh, Tom Miazga and he's like the four times CrossFit champion and the adaptive like wheelchair athlete. Um, oh, wow. So I was like I, I consider him the goat pretty much, and I even oh, asked him sure. that, I, I asked him that on the podcast. And so I wanted to put it on my thumbnail, but I'm like I don't know if I I don't know if he's really gonna like that. So I was like I'll I'll just say four time four time CrossFit Games champ. That that's it. I mean I'm sure he'd be love he'd love to know that you think he's the goat. Oh, I've already told, I already told him that. In the past. Oh, okay. like, he, he was, For he was, sure. I even asked him, I'm like, do you think you're the goat? And he starts like, laughing. Oh. like, I don't, I don't think I am, but you know, I'm like, well, you are. So just, just leave it as that. Might as well put it on the thumbnail then. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get clickbait, <laughs> you know, you gotta get the clicks, yeah. right? <laughs> so do you have Anything. any, do you have any, any, any other ideas that are for the uh, YouTube channel? It's like the 10,000 10, calorie or anything else. So 
yeah, I did the 10,000 calorie and then Phil is going to actually do like weekly, like the open workouts, okay. like what his like day looks like and doing the workout. Um, so that's going to be next. And then we actually want to do a Q and a, so we're going to drop like the little pop-up box on our Instagrams mm-hmm. and have people just ask us questions and we'll sit here and answer those. Shoot away. Then, yeah. 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 So think, as- I don't know. I'm trying I to did- think of if there's anything else. I did see your first video on YouTube. Oh, okay, cool. It, it was the, uh, it, was, it was the one with the, um, the fittest experience, like the, the, it was like the workout for getting oh, the, uh, the, the fittest. It was probably, was it this year or was it last? I didn't look at the year. I think it was maybe oh, last okay. year. Okay. But it was like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, she has that, you have that. So what, what's the YouTube channel name? So this one is Phil and Jordy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. So, um, are you planning to do the open this year? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, actually at my last powerlifting meet, I popped my adductor. So I haven't really been squatting or anything since then. It's still in good. So I'm probably going to start squatting this week or this Mm -hmm. coming week. Um, but Steffi says no more CrossFit. So, (laughs) So and I, I don't know. I'm not going to argue <laughs> i i would i wouldn't either absolutely not no way <laughs> so what what did you think about the first uh open workout for this year boring it's yeah. it's just boring i don't know and then i i think it's it's you know how they're doing like no more bounding i think that they should probably just let each athlete like decide what mm-hmm. they want to do but yeah. I'm, I'm the same way too. I wanted to do the, like the, the rebounding. Cause I'm actually, yeah. I'm like really good at that. Even though me being like six, six, I could even like, just like, oh my God, is that how tall you are? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, so, I'm five one. So. <laughs> yeah. So like <laughs> me doing box jumps, I do, I'm really good at them and like bounding would be like amazing. And plus like, I wanted to suffer even more so I can complain earlier during the workout you know, so I mean, but it's five minutes in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, geez, like, you know, because like I, I can go pretty quick on the box jumps and even like the um the dumbbell snatches, like the wall walks, it'll take me like a century to just do one because of my long arms. So it's like that's that that pretty much be my break compared to like both the other the other ones. Well with box jumps, you like barely have to go. Yeah, I barely have to jump because like I'm a what about wall balls, probably so easy. Yeah, like I don't even really jump. I just like literally throw it up in the air, and that's that's it. I'm, I'm like sure. jumping every rep. Yeah, even even rowing too. That's my like, but uh, even rowing's easy. But like the one thing is my jam is thrusters. For some reason, like I love doing thrusters. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably a sicko, but like it's like I could just hang on to the bar and like put it over my head and squat like no problem. So. Well, that's a good movement to be good at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, they suck, but like I'm I, I I love doing them. So. But, um, but yeah, so that, that's the one thing I, I, I wish they did at the rebound. Like you said, we said like other athletes yeah. can kind of do whatever they want. So yeah, I just think it should be like their choice, but yeah, well, do you, it is what it is. Do you think it's because like all these like new, you know, cross, like, you know, new people coming into CrossFit that they will try to do it and they actually will like hurt themselves. So they won't do the rest. Yeah. Of the- I can see like it being like a safety thing. Um, but I don't know. I still. I still think each person should decide. Yeah, I, I agree. 
So um, we're getting close to the end. So I have some rapid, fire, kind of rapid fire questions. So um, oh, uh -oh. <laughs> they're, they're, I don't do gotcha questions, so don't worry. So, um, so do you have like, what are your goals for um, the rest of the year? They could be either like personal goals. or, you know, fitness wise. I definitely want to do some powerlifting meets. I want to so my first year in powerlifting, I was, I finished out the year seventh in the world. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to be like top three in the world. Okay. Uh, I, my name, I, I want my name to be at the top of the list, but top three is a good goal for now. Okay. Very cool. Um, um, anything I, personal? Let's see. I'm not going to be doing much like only lifting, but I really want to clean 300 pounds. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then I really I want to bench 225. That's a that's a that's a good goal. Okay. And then other personal goals. Let's see. I mean all all my goals are pretty like fitness related personal goals. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um so I has so how long have you you and Phil been dating? A little over two years. So has anybody complained about like, hey, when are you guys gonna get married or whatnot? No, we, okay. we've talked about it and uh, we just, honestly, we have so many goals and huge ambitions and dreams. We don't, until there's like, oh, we want to have kids. There's really like, you know, we, we have shit to do. Yeah. Well, plus you're young. So like, I wouldn't yeah. would worry about it. So like my wife and I got oh. married when I was like 33. So okay. yeah. You know, I'm like, I, yeah. I always tell people like, there's no rush to get married. I mean, you guys are, you, you're together. It's like, you yeah, have to exactly. together. like there's no, whatever, it, you know. No. Yeah, no, he, he needs to make the games. I need to go be the strongest 56 kilo power lifter in the world. So we have, we have some stuff to do. Okay. All right. Um, so what is your favorite book that you like to read? Favorite book? Well, I'm not much of a reader. Okay. Do you do like audiobooks or anything like that? Um, actually, so my favorite book that I have read a few times is called Mind Gym. So okay. I haven't read it in a little bit, but I probably should get back on that. Okay. <laughs> do you have any podcasts that you like listening to? Podcasts. Well, any podcast that Phil is on, I'm like the first listener. Okay. But um, let me think. Um, no, none like just pop, like come to mind. Yeah. So do you have, do you even have time to do podcasts? Cause you're pretty much like training all day and coaching. Yeah. I woke up at three 30 AM to coach actually today. Oof. I mean, I get up at four 20, but still three 30. Good Lord. Yeah. I have to be at the gym by four 45. So I want to be like awake and aware of what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. That's so, cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, we train, we, we pretty much have like the same schedule every single day. We wake or I'll wake up at three 30, a few days a week to go coach, come home, eat. We train, come home, eat, sleep. Mm -hmm. It's cool. always the same. Yeah. Um, so what is in your gym bag? What is in my gym bag? Let's see. I have some noble high tops, some Nike Romalios, a elements 26 Velcro belt. I have my, uh, wrist straps for when I bench. Let's see. I have my leather, my leather belt that I use when I go to meets, when I lift heavy. Um, I have my uh, thumb tape. That's pretty much it. Okay. All right. Um, now let's just oh, say, knee sleeves. 
Oh yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Okay, so your your line your line of bed. It's your your last day, like on this earth. Um, okay. What would you want somebody to you know know? Like, who do you how, how do you want people to know you as? Hmm. I would say I want people to always think of me like as loyal, being like a good, kind person, genuine, and strong. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I'd say that too. So, um, I know, I know, I, I kind of missed this question, um, but I know you're sponsored by Ghost. Like, are you sponsored by anybody else? And if you aren't, like, what are the what are the few things that you want as like you know, so like someone to sponsor you? Like, is there any like criteria? This actually goes back to like uh, goals. So one of my like goals for this year, I want to get three sponsors. So. You know, I have ghosts, but um, what am I looking for in a sponsor? Is that, oh man, I want to be able to like believe in whatever, you know, whoever's sponsoring me, I want to be able to believe in like the product, whatever I'm using or offering to other people. I want to be able to use it and trust in it myself. So. Okay. All right. Very cool. Um, do you, have you reached out to anybody yet? No. I've never, you know, I've never reached out to anyone. I feel like my name will speak for itself. So okay. yeah, you keep on doing those TikTok videos. You'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I actually reached, uh, I think about 105,000 followers. God, see that, that's what pisses me off. Cause like, there's like, <laughs> right, right, so I, I'm a little rant here. So I, I got one video, I did like three hand cleans at like 265 and like, yeah. I, I felt like it blew up and then uh -huh. like, there's me doing other lifts, like, you know, cleaning, jerking 315 or three, whatever, and like doing like these big lifts and I get no, nothing. Have no. you ever looked at like your following and like what time you should post and like stuff like that? Yeah. kind of. Well, with TikTok, it's a little different. Cause like you can post at random times and it's just like, you'll still get like huge engagement. So like, I don't know, yeah. TikTok, but like with like Instagram, I've done, I've done okay. You know, I've gotten okay. some good engagement with that, but like, it's, like TikTok is so weird. Like even my wife, like she's she's a like a social media influencer on Instagram. She got like forty thousand followers on Instagram, Jeez. and so okay. yeah, she's I'll take some lessons from her. Yeah, and so, well, I mean, she does like she's a fashion influencer, so nothing to do. Oh, okay, with, cool. So she just like puts on different outfits and like all this stuff. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah, so so Sarah oh, really on cool. Instagram, same shameless plug, yeah. but uh, but yes, yeah, so it's like it's hard. It's it's hard on TikTok because like it's like literally if you're a girl, I I, I think this. If you're a girl, you're gonna get better, you know, recognition and more likes and like more comments compared to another like a, a guy doing like almost the same thing. I can agree with that. The only thing, like my argument, will be is a lot of the fitness female influencers on social media, TikTok, Instagram, they like to show their bodies. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that I will say when you look at my social media, my TikTok is, it's just me lifting. Yeah. So I feel like I can see what you're saying, but, uh, my, my social media can argue against that. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, you're an <laughs> like, I, I, do, I do appreciate like, like, you know, you're not like showing your butt pretty much like, you're, yeah. Like, and I feel like, like every, yeah, I feel like every single female influencer, like fitness influencer, they just show off their bodies. Yeah. You know, and like they, they blatantly have the camera and like look back to see if they're like the right angle to get their butt like shown. And I'm like, and they're like lifting like 15 pounds for like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like no, trust me. Trust me. It gets me too, because I'm like, well, 
what is this? I can yeah. do that for 50. Yeah. I'm like, that's like, yeah, you're doing it for a video. Like, and like, oh, just, just, you know, buy my workout programs. I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy your workout for it. Cause if you're doing 15 pounds for like, you know, a hundred reps, you know, it's, yep. and, it, no, and it, yeah. it's awesome. Like, I like to, I like to like see like girls, like lift like big weights, you know? Or, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah like, you doing 275 for a squat clean? I was like, holy shit, this is like, I, they, you never really see that that much. And it's just like jaw dropping. You're like, how, how does this think, you know? And like for being yeah, well, size too, it's a, it's a unreal. Thank you. When I deadlifted the uh, 436 in my last meet, I posted it on TikTok and I was like, yeah, this is going to like blow up, you know, blah, blah, blah. It didn't. So I, I can definitely, I agree with you, like with the girls that they post like, you know, they're doing kettlebell swings with the 15 pound and, but their butt's showing and that blows up, but my 436 deadlift doesn't. So I, I agree. I get what you're saying. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think like for me, like, I don't want to, you know, take my shirt off and stuff like that. And like, you know, just because it, it's like, it, it's not me, you know, I'm always oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm wearing, always wearing a t-shirt working out. Like, I don't like wearing a t-shirt, like not wearing a t-shirt if I'm working out, unless I'm like in my basement, it's like suffering, but it's like, I don't know. I just, and plus like my t-shirt company, I have a t-shirt company. So of course I have to keep the t-shirt yeah. on to show, to show the brand, even though I'm not wearing it, my t-shirt, but whatever. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like my, my buddy is a personal trainer too. And he gets a lot of likes and he always has his shirt off and he's like, you need to get, take a shirt off once in a while. And so, yeah. and I'm training at a global gym, so I can't take my shirt yeah, off. Everyone's like, just, just post a booty picture. You'll get, you'll get likes. I'm like, no. Yeah, exactly. And like, plus like, I don't, I'm not training at a typical CrossFit gym. So I train at a global gym. They have bumper plates and all that stuff, but they don't have like rings or anything like that. So like, I do all my CrossFit workouts there. And I'm like, I'm not taking my shirt off in front of like everybody. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm like, I don't want to be like that clown. That's like trying to flex in the mirror. Like, like those people are going to be videoing you. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, I see, I see so many younger kids like trying to flex like in front of the mirror in the bathroom. And I'm like, stop, just stop. Like for, for TikTok. Yes, of course. Or like posting like, yeah, check me out. I did like, you know, biceps and we're like, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, but um, well, I, I want to thank you for coming onto this podcast and, you know, learning about, especially the rodeo and like, you know, powerlifting and stuff yeah. like that. It was I had no idea about that. I was doing some research and I never, I didn't even pop up. So, but um, I do appreciate you coming on and like telling your story and, you know, learning a little bit more about you. And I'd love to have you back on, you know, after kind of, you know, see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. You already helped me achieve one of my 2022 goals. So I know I'm excited. I'm on the right track. Yeah. I'm that guy. I'll, I'll take it. So. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much for doing that. Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so what did you think is your first uh, podcast? That was fun. Yeah. I liked it. Awesome. It was a good time. Yeah. So um, I actually had a um, another power lifter on earlier, like, um, huh? like my first year of uh, doing this podcast. Her name's Jessica Butner. I think I know that name. So she is the number one power lifter in her weight class. And she's from Canada. Okay. What weight class is she? Uh, I don't know. She like, she back squats like 550 or something like that. And she pulls like 450. Like, and she's like, she's, I don't think she's 5'1", but she's like relatively short. Short. Hmm. I'll have to look her up on Instagram. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. So she has okay. like, 
she has like a hundred and I think she, she might be up to 200,000 followers on Instagram. Jeez. So I probably know who she is then for sure. Yeah. So, so the reason why she blew up was she um, deadlifted 405 for five reps and she posted it on Facebook. I think I know. I think I know who you're talking about actually yeah. now that you say that. Yeah. She's a savage and she's a type one diabetic too. So I was oh, like, wow. yeah, it's it, awesome. Like just seeing her work out on like, like, like you just like, I'm like, good God, it's insane. I'm like, I can't even pull, like, I can barely pull 400 right now. I don't, because <laughs> like, I'm like six, six. So it takes like a, takes like a minute just to get it up. There, so yeah, for sure. I'm yeah. like the size of one of your legs. Yeah. I mean, I, when I was doing workouts at a CrossFit gym on like Saturdays, because they, they had like an open gym, there was this 18 year old kid and like, he was doing cross country and he's like half my size. So we, I try to try to beat him because he's good at endurance stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to smoke his ass. And like, we're doing pull-ups and I'm like, what number are you at? And he's like doubled of what I am. And I'm like, there's no way. And I'm like, shorter range of motion. Yeah, exactly. So I watched, the, I was recording it. And so I was watching the video, every rep that I was doing, he was doing two. And I'm like, come on, that's not fair. And then like all my, all the guys at the gym are like, first of all, he's like 18 and you're like, you're like 38. And then second of all, like you can lift a lot more weight than he does. And so I was like, well, I mean, True. yeah, but still, it's like, I want, I, I want to beat him. I want to be like the, well, just once. Strength always wins. That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to have endurance once in a while too. Mm, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Very cool. Well, um, I don't want to take too much of your time because I know the basketball game's on behind you. So, <laughs> um, um, so um, are, are you, this will come out probably in a couple of weeks. Um, so whenever, um, whenever I post it, obviously, um, I'll tag you in it. I'll, I'll send you the link to the podcast episode and, you know, yeah, for sure. you know, I'll, I'll be pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate I'm going to have to start listening to your podcast now. Yeah. It's, uh, for sure. I kind of like, if, if like, if I have like a parent, like that has like a, like kids, I always talk about the kids first to kind of break the ice a little bit. And then I go to like, you know, their training or whatever, or if they're a diabetic, yeah. then I talk about like their diabetic story and how they became a diabetic and you know, go from there. Well, as you saw, I'm a dog mom because my dogs were fighting yeah. like the entire time. I know, I forgot, I forgot to ask about that question. Yeah, all right, well, I'll do that next time. So, okay. but like the reason, like I always have like a list. So like on my left-hand side, I have a list of like notes that I've taken just to kind of try to keep the, the whole thing going. And keep this going. is yeah. on a podcast where, like they've gone through like six of my questions all at one in like one one fail swoop. You're like ah. I'm sitting there like, how am I gonna do this? But yeah, I'm, de- I'm, I'm definitely gonna t- uh, subscribe to your channel too on YouTube. For sure, yeah. Thank so, you. I'll, I'll like I'll like every single one of them. Our uh, ten the ten uh, k is gonna I'm gonna post it tomorrow. So okay, how how did that go? I hit nine thousand ninety six. Oh, were you taking a lot? Of, were you drinking a lot of shakes? No, so liquids don't count. What? So they don't, yeah. So any liquids that you like take or whatever, drink, um, they, they don't count towards your total calorie intake. So. Okay. I wasn't drinking any shakes. I was, I was eating. <laughs> oh, was that like a whole 24 hours you were doing that? Yeah. So I woke up at like 6.30 and the first thing I ate was donuts. And then... <laughs> And then I had like some eggs and bacon and we went to work out and I actually did the, uh, their brutal Friday we did on Saturday. I yeah. did that workout with them and whew, 
I was a little rough. And then oh, I went and got Chick-fil-A. Nice. Yeah. And then I ate more donuts. And then I had pizza, Panda Express, uh, cookies, ice cream. I had like half a pint of Ben and Jerry's. And then I had like two bowls of uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Savory it was intense. Yeah. By the time I by the time I like went to bed, I was like, oh my, what did I do? What did I do? Took me like two days to like fully recover. Like yeah, I was gonna days. ask. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you how long it took. Because I, I like can't he, I think by like Tuesday, I was like, okay, I feel I feel better now. Yeah. Did you kind of fast like the first day after? Oh yeah. Sunday I like barely, I think I ate twice. It was nothing. I wouldn't have eaten eat anything. I finally got hungry. I was like, I'm not going to eat till I get hungry. And then I got hungry. And then I had like a pretty good meal and then Phil made dinner for us. And I was like, cool, super fast. Okay. So So do you have to wake up at three o'clock tomorrow too? No, not tomorrow. Thank God. I coach. I'm going to coach in the evening tomorrow. Okay, good. I I don't want to keep you up. That's the main thing. Like, (laughs) No, I, I, when I have to wake up at three 30, I go to bed at like nine. So, okay. All right. I mean, that's, that's, I, mean, I go to bed at 10. I wake up at four. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Not fun. It's all but good. I, you gotta, I have, I have yeah. two kids. I have two kids, and that's the only time I can work out. So, yeah. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grind. Well, well, thank you again for doing this. I do appreciate it. So, um, oh, thank I, you so much. Um, 